Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast, where we finally have back to the fans' utter delight. I'm getting them. I've been having emails pouring in all week, all month, because you've been gone for so long. You've been gone like three weeks or something. Ian Dixon, yeah, fan favorite. It's been about that long. I mean, two, but then the the week until now, yeah. Right, so like we had a whole we had a podcast with David, so we had to have David Philip fill one of those episodes. I'm sorry for that. I mean, he did bring the numbers. I don't know if it was David who made the numbers happen, mm-hmm. like just listening over and over again to the sound of his voice. But you know, actually, no, I think there was some promotion that also happened yeah. that coincided with that episode. A little bit of a little bit of self promotion over in. Uh, all the different uh, establishments in Hamtramck. Ah, okay. I've been running my mouth about Scottcast, as one does. Yes, that's right. I've been tr- I've been I've been getting better at like because like I had struggled for so long in describing what Scottcast is. Mm-hmm. Every time someone would ask me, "Oh, what is this Scottcast you're talking about? What is that? Like, tell me about it." And I'd be like, "Uh, I don't know what it is." And so I've always struggled with it. And I was like, is it comedy? Yeah, it's comedy. Well, what kind of comedy? Uh, and uh, it was described to me perfectly by one of a Scott Cass fans in the email bag, obviously. It is uh, cerebral silliness. Okay. I could see that. You know, it's, it's, not, it's cerebral, but it's not pretentious. Mm-hmm. Because we're... Unless Dave's on. Unless Dave's on. <laughs> Um, (laughs) and it's silly at all times pretty much well i don't know if it's silly maybe maybe silly is a strong word because we do try to destroy other podcasts and we are kind of violent in that way and sadistic as as far as podcasts go like it's a very welcoming community like Mm. like i'm on a few podcast fan groups on the internet and everyone's just like, well, how do I do this? And like, oh, well, let me show you how you do this. Mm-hmm. It's a very welcoming community. And nary has anybody entered the fray to begin a feud with everybody. Yeah. This is uncharted territory Scott Cass is in. Well, it's a lighthearted sadism, though. Well, yeah. Well, because it's podcasting. <laughs> you can't go right in to total evil. You just got to you gotta start with the lighthearted you got to match the tone and then you and then you dye it a little bit darker every day until eventually we're like disney like just buying all the properties and molding what the podcast universe is to our whims yeah and we have something like a podcast vault where we're like we keep podcasts from you like <laughs> you don't get to listen to kevin smith anymore unless you pay 15 dollars a month Ooh. which is starting to happen but we need to get in the forefront of that so yeah. that we can rule the podcasting universe that's all i'm trying to do that's all I'm trying to do. This isn't a this isn't a two bit operation. This is world domination. Yeah. Yes. In addition to our our doorbell franchise and everything's an arm. And Scott Cash sentient robots that are going to destroy us and yeah and and, and like get some Jonesy clonesies in there. Jonesy's clonesies. Which we will, got all sorts of business models going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot to juggle. It's it's a. We're like an octopus. We should that, that should be our that should be our symbol. We should like get an octopus symbol around the normal Scottcast logo. Yeah, and that should be that should be like a like a symbol of like the Illuminati Scottcast net. You know, that's what we'll call it. Sounds like a good All T-shirt idea. It does sound like a good T-shirt idea. It really does. And we're gonna get more. I got more planned with that idea later in the episode, but. I just wanted. Well, geez, maybe we should just bring it up now. It's your cast. It is my cast. How does it fuck everything? It fucks everything up. We're not going to bring that. (laughs) (laughs) So David brings the numbers, but you were sick. But then you travel to Mackinac. Yeah. And and you were and you were and when you're in Mackinac, you gotta forgo technology because there's no cars in Mackinac. There's just horses and cell phone pictures. We did hit a fun, um, like a tourist trap. 
can't remember what it's called now, though. We went to a fun tourist trap? Yeah. Oh, the mystery spot? Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I saw you with a picture of Sasquatch. Yeah, Bigfoot almost attacked me. We got sucked into the Bermuda Triangle. We had to come back through a black hole. It was a big old experience. Wasn't that the place where it's like uh, you go into this building and they built everything on angles that are disorienting? That's the mystery spot. What's, wait, what's this then? What was it called? Uh, let me see the tag. I don't remember. Strange zone. It's like that's what you got to do if you live up north in that area. Because like nine months out of the year, it's five feet of snow. You got to be able to make money, make hay when the sun's shining, you know? Yeah. So they make up these tourist trap things. Like, let's just make a big Sasquatch and build a weird wonky room. Call it Strangeville. It was Put something up a billboard like that. Get all these people going to the Mackinac Bridge. Because it's like, it's like a perfect little marketing opportunity for like tourist traps. Because like everyone is, everyone's filtering on those same like couple roads to get to the Upper Peninsula. Right. So it's like a huge amount of traffic. So they can make little tourist trap areas. I like it. It's a good business model. We should make a scott cast tourist trap there's this there's this island with an abandoned amusement park um just off of detroit and on the river mm-hmm. called Boblo island have you ever heard of that no it's a just it's it's the it's the best opportunity in the world it's just not an abandoned amusement park on an island in the detroit river it's got like a roller coaster it's got a it's ferris wheel wouldn't it be great to buy that and uh, like make a Scott cast land. That would be fun. Wouldn't it? Like, like we can have all these rides themed after different Scott cast episodes. What kind of rides would you make? Like a, like there's a final destiny in labyrinth. <laughs> like you go down this labyrinth and like every tor- turn, there's like a near death experience, but like, like it doesn't kill people. Okay. But like you go through it and like, you're like, you're getting like these situations where it's like, Oh, near death. We'll have to spread rumors that it does kill people. Well, of course, like sometimes, <laughs> once in a while, it is someone's final destiny. And <laughs> Mystery Town USA is what it was called. Mystery Town USA. Okay, yeah. yeah. So like, we should do that, like some like that style, like theme park on Bablo Island. It was a fun time. I'll yeah. say that. Isn't it fun to do like fun amusements for everybody? Yeah, like those are the best kind of things. You got to be able to. You, that's what Scottcast is about. It's got something for every cerebral silliness. Covers the whole whole spectrum. There you go. We're on the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> it's times like this. Ian's like, wonder if he's going to edit that out. Yeah, so that was a, a fun part of up north. And then what else did we do? We went to the Dark Sky Park. What's the Dark Sky Park? It is a national park that they... They kind of uh, restrict what light you can have around it. So it's on the the lake shore, which means that there's miles of nothing out that direction. Okay. And then inland, there's like a mile or so that they restrict like car traffic. So there's no headlights. There's no buildings with lights. Oh, okay. Cool. So there's none of that light pollution. And you can mm-hmm. see the stars like amazingly well. Okay. And they had some uh, some telescopes set up. So we saw Jupiter. We saw Saturn. We saw uh, Ring Nebula, which was like a dead star. You could see where it exploded and where it used to be. It was pretty fucking cool. That is awesome. Like you could just see it with a naked eye. Yeah. Just hanging out. I mean, you could see like satellites moving across the sky. Wow. Really? Yes. Oh, that would be so sweet. You went to that? Yes. Like, how long were you there? Uh, at least an hour. You have to be. Yeah. Like, like you can't, you know, like, you. what do you leave when, like, your neck is, like, killing you? Basically, yeah. And, like, it made me wonder about, like, I know the, the constellations, that stuff kind of goes back to, like, the olden days, antiquity and whatnot. But, like, how do they pick out those shapes? Because there's, there's so many goddamn stars. <laughs> <laughs> Like what made yeah. them be like you know that looks like a like a fucking scorpion yeah it's, like, it's just there's stars everywhere there's I was reading I was watching a Penn and Teller episode last night about astrology mm-hmm. and he was talking about how like a lot of those constellations 
uh, like they're they're not as visible or as prominent as they were thousands of years ago when people mm. were making all this crap up, like the Scorpion, all that kind of thing. Like it's yeah. all like fading away. Like I can always spot like the Big Dipper. Yeah. Right, and I think that's because all those Big Dipper stars are super bright. Like it's got the North Star, which is supposed to be like the brightest star. Mm-hmm. You know, like some fairy tale bright star. Right. And it's just an obvious little shape. Everyone sees it. It's, there's two of them. So if you find one, you find the other. It's like a bonus. Right. Everyone knows the Big Dipper. It's the, it's easy mode of astronomy. Yeah. But besides that, I don't know. Crap. Like, like, I don't know if like that's like over there. Is that the moon or is that a, is that a street light? <laughs> you know? So that would be so cool to like go there though. And like yeah, see like, the density of it. Cause you, you're in the city and it's like, that's all you see is the Big Dipper on a clear night. Right. You like just see it faintly over there. Yeah, especially with the, the telescopes they had set up. Like, you'd see stuff that looks like clouds, and then you look through the telescope, and it's like just thousands of stars. Oh, <laughs> that is sweet. I would suck to go there, and it's like an overcast day. Like, dang it. Yeah. What are you doing? Just make hot dogs, I guess. <laughs> Shine a f- smartphone light through the telescope. Try to start a fire. <laughs> That'd be great. They also had like rules about your your cell phone. You have to use there's like a filter you can put on it that just does red light, so that there's not the uh, the light pollution. Oh, so you have to turn on a filter, yeah, just to use your smartphone. Yep. Well, that's cool. That's like that's a rule that like like I would like if I was in charge of rules, I would be like that would be a cool rule to do. But who the how the hell are we going to teach everyone to do that? <laughs> Like you have to, there's so many barriers to someone doing that. Like yeah. some idiot coming up there, like trying to get some smartphone pictures. Yeah. Like first off, you have to explain red light versus normal light. Second off, you have to tell them how to get to their settings on their phone. <laughs> right. Which, like in my experience, is an arduous task by itself. Mm-hmm. And you have to somehow communicate all this to a 24/7 crowd. Like, what is there? Is there like a sign with like a smartphone and someone tapping it and like a little diagram? Uh, I don't know. We we I feel like you have to kind of be in the know to know where the place is in the first place. Oh, okay. It's like a common courtesy thing. Yeah, like it's like a, such a small group of people. Well, maybe well, I mean, we shouldn't was... be talking about this on Scottcast. We're like breaking the word. Like this no, is a famous because it's podcast. a it's a good place to be. You should go. You should go there, but turn on part. your freaking Google it before you go. Yeah. And if you have real trouble, we'll have a guide available. Just email hotforscottcast at gmail. Actually, it was we'd been there previously, and it it was a little different than when we'd been there before. We parked a lot farther away before, so we were just walking down this dark path, like in the woods. That's so cool. And there was like cars passing us, and we're like, "Hey, you're supposed to park back there." And then there's like, "No, there's a closer parking spot now." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we just. Yeah. That kind of, it cheapens it. It does, but like you uh, want the experience. Like I remember when I was a kid, like 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 the coolest thing to do would be to trespass in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like for some reason when you're a kid, it's cool. It's like fine. But there's also like little displays along the way in the path. So every now and then you'd like put your little your red light phone up, and there'd just be like a silhouette of a person. You'd be like, oh fuck. <laughs> like like you see an actual person but it'd be like a it's like a display it's like a why would like you make it a silhouette cut out of a person yes. in this scary freaking yes walk? why would you do that <laughs> like what is the point they're informational if you go during the day like they just it's there to catch attention yeah that's clever but in the night oh man it catches your attention you'll piss your pants yeah <laughs> every time you piss your pants make sure to read the sign <laughs> You could tell the people who are breaking the rules because their pants are clean. <laughs> Precisely. I like that. That's a great method of uh, rule enforcing. So, yeah, go up north, explore our great state. Right. I went, I remember going up north with my dad a lot. Like, we went up north to that area to have car shows. Like, he used to drive up to the, do the car show. And um, we were staying in this hotel. And the room we had, we, we like went to the liquor store, got some food and the room we had, had like a balcony and we're like, let's go eat on the balcony. And we Mm -hmm. had like peanuts and stuff like that. Just snack food. We were just like, 
me and my dad that's how we bond is when we get together we like kind of like binge on like little snack food items and like just sit around and talk yeah it's great and um so like the order of the day peanuts this is a great snack food item to binge and talk and chat on a balcony with because it's a tedious one it was the hard shell peanuts oh okay you had to crock it open and stuff like that yeah so we were chatting with these hard shell peanuts on the balcony and the balcony we had was over like the the entrance way like awning mm-hmm. like where you can see the shingles like that like let up the entrance way like people like cars would pull under it and all mm-hmm. that and on this entrance way was the seagull and the seagull was the most freaking territorial creature I've ever met in my life. <laughs> like, but we appeased it because we th- kept throwing it little peanuts. Yeah. And, and I think we either, either it's always been there and that was his spot because people do that mm-hmm. or it learned really quickly that this is a profitable spot mm-hmm. and he would like just chase off anything that ended up on that balcony. And, like, he was, like, the colonel to us. That's what we nicknamed him. He was, like, a salty old freaking thing. He just ate peanuts, and he just wanted his freaking privacy. So he was the colonel. Nice. That's my up north story. It's a good one. Yeah. Like, we didn't go to the... <laughs> we didn't go see the stars and gaze at the wonder of the universe. We were like, check out this bird. <laughs> Throw peanuts at it. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so in Scottcast News, we we have an Instagram now. Holy shit! That's right. Just uh, go to Instagram if you haven't followed us yet. We have a lot of followers. A lot of our fans have followed us. But if you want to join in on the fun, I post like every day, like a like a maniac. Uh, follow Hot for Scottcast on Instagram. And it's going to be a good place to go because I'll have jokes on there and stuff like that. I'll tell you when episode drops and and we'll also do live videos once in a while so you can get some live Scottcast action. Yeah. You know, not tonight. <clears throat> so it's not like you missed anything because we're just we're, this is a casual cast. We've got we've got big plans coming up. We've got feud cast coming Man, up. It's we're been a long time coming. coming. Yeah. Like in this today's Friday we're recording it. And tomorrow, Saturday, like, I'm prepping my house for this production. <laughs> like, I'm making a little freaking stage where we're going to have, we're going to have, uh, little podiums, little cardboard podiums. Okay. Stuff like that, hopefully. Like, I haven't quite planned it. <laughs> <laughs> I've just had, like, like, little fever dreams I have, like, at night, thinking about Feudcast. Yeah. Like, what would it look like? Podiums. <laughs> Cardboard. It's going to be like a presidential debate and shit. There's going to be several sections. This is going to be like a, it's going to be a video production mm-hmm. with, and it's going to have like some cinematic element to it. It's going to be very dramatic. Mm-hmm. And it's, there's going to be a podcast version of it that's going to have a bunch of bonus features, some that we already recorded today. And you, and, and just by the energy we have right now, you should know that that first game that Ian brought was amazing it was a great game it's gonna be on this audio port podcast and i'm excited so anyway that's feudcast that's coming up it's gonna be epic production totally free you're gonna check out that video on scottcast.us yeah it'll be good stuff hmm so i have a what's what uh and this what's what is like a hypothetical pondering because i remember i think i asked you earlier about this but do you do you know about them shrimps that punch through glass yeah i saw that that mana shrimp yeah and they, they can like they can punch with like the force of a like a handgun mm-hmm. or something like that and like i saw like youtube videos where people would have like them in an aquarium and then like they like put their face up to the glass and be like hey what are you doing you little shrimpy and then they would like punch the glass and like they'd be sent back by the mm-hmm. shock wave of it like through the glass like these things are amazing and like yeah. they got like vision that like can see like our spectrum times like 300 or something like that yeah insane beasts he's like little so i was thinking if you could train a mantis shrimp uh, to be like a pet mm-hmm. like 
what do you think that would be like? Do you, would, would you have to get rid of Jonesy? Like, would it be like that have to be the main pattern? Or do you think, do you think you can like train it to be? Cause like these are smart creatures. They got like, they got yeah. sensory organs up the wazoo. Like, so you know they must be smart. Well, not necessarily. They must be able to be trained. Yeah, you can train almost anything. Yeah, so like you could you so if you can manage to train this mantis shrimp, like just think about the security options like available to you, and like it's kind of a cute little guy. Like how how cute would it be to have this like little shrimp that walks around, maybe has like a little moat he can swim around the house in, mm-hmm. and like he's just like a little guy, and like if an intruder comes in, gets shot in the foot, <laughs> like he's just walking around trying to steal your TV, and boom shuts foot foot shot off and what what was that what was that it's a man is shrimp <laughs> i don't know how if they're that mobile outside of uh the water <clears throat> well that's why you have that little moat that kind of runs along the oh, i see like it's like it's not it's like it's like the water's not like right up to the floor but it's like it's like it's got like a slit kind of covering so like you when you, you walk around just fine mm-hmm but the mana shrimp can like reach up and like go pow. There's a lot of logistics to work out there. You have to make it be able to distinguish between intruders and non intruders. And- sense, you know, sense, like, or, or mm. like sight, like like this is my foot and these are my shoes. You know, this is how big my foot is. Like, because it can distinguish that kind of stuff, yeah. and it can see stuff that we can't even see. So it can like see our like aura and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like if we have an aura, this mana shrimp can see it. Odds are. Because if and, and if we don't have an aura as creatures or as human beings with spirits, mm-hmm. this mantis shrimp. I mean, if anything can see it, it would be this mantis shrimp. I'm just saying. So like it would, it should be able to easily distinguish, like a like an individual from another individual. Yeah, this mantis shrimp. I don't know. That's uh, we're we're always bringing up ideas about like. <laughs> <laughs> Molding the world to our whims and yeah, doorbell robots and turkey dinosaurs and yeah, mana shrimp. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. What What do you mean you don't know? Like, what's wrong with that? Like, we like, gotta. Like, you, are you like diagnosing me? I think spot? I think you're diversifying too much. We gotta if we're gonna go that route, we gotta focus in on one direction. You got a point. You're gonna uh, spread yourself too thin, and you can't develop any of those technologies. Yeah, I think I've been getting some criticism in the Scott Cast email bag. Yeah, about such kind of issues, like uh, like maybe not directly, but I think I think having all these projects, having all these fantasies, and like just and kind of like shooting from the hip all the time mm-hmm. is leading people to believe that we are uh, making stuff up. Like <laughs> Scott Cast email bag. Here we're doing it. Just uh, the other day, Master Charles sends in an email Mm -hmm. and he says he's doubtful that I ever spoke to a man from the future through the email bag. Like I don't, I can't vouch for whether this man from the future was from the future or not. I just took it at face value Yeah, that he was from the future because he said it. And I was like, okay, well if you're going to email in at half for scottcast at gmail.com, like no matter what you say, I'm going to be like, I'm just going to assume it's true because like, why would you want to lie to me like what are you what's 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 it gonna get if you're emailing half for scottcast to get some advice from a podcast you really need advice mm-hmm. so i'm gonna assume that you're telling the truth and so when future man emailed in with his predicament i helped him yeah. and so but but i helped him and i published it and i was like i feel good about that and then in comes this email from master charles says he doubts that he he thinks that I write in these emails. Mm. And like that perturbed me a bit. But I put it on my mind until another email comes in the Hotcast, Hopper Scottcast email bag. Yeah. Saying they don't even think Master Charles is a is a real person. They think I'm making up Master Charles. Really? Yeah, there's people who there's Master Charles like doubters, <laughs> deniers. Master Charles deniers. <laughs> <laughs> Show us the birth certificate. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm like, I have this elaborate plot where I'm Master Charles. And like, he's got his own like Instagram and like like Facebook and social media. He's like, he's not a hermit. You know, like you can check him out. He's a real person. You know, he's a, he's a good guy. He's a, he's a fan of the show. 
But we got this contingent of fans that are uh, Master Charles deniers. You know what it is? I was actually watching a watching a video about this. It was about Star Wars and how Star Wars got so popular, and how every like subculture needs some like something to resist against. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Star Wars got so popular that everyone loved it, and then like the people, it was no longer resisting against something, so they turned inward mm-hmm. and like. And they start like battling between fans, like, "Oh, Bubba Fett's cool." No, Joe does cool stuff like that. Okay. And I'm thinking that's what's happening with Scott Cast. Yeah. I think I think we're getting so big and so popular as a podcast that like now we're getting like parts of our fandom that are like, you know what, Master Charles is a real person. You know what? No, he's not a real person. It's just Scott fishing for content. <laughs> but no, I I completely. I completely stand by the fact that Master Charles is a real person. And not only do I do that, but we finalized the design for the t-shirt today about the Master Charles. We're going to get that vectorized by David. I'm sending it in to David. I'm going to get it vectorized, and Mm. we're going to get that shirt sent because we're going to get a picture of this man wearing this t-shirt. And that's, that's, that's what we need from you, Master Charles. Like, like we're at, we're, we'll be grateful forever. If if you if if, if you, you prove your own existence, prove your existence by wearing the shirt that we're sending you for free, uh, bat nipple shirt. It's gonna be great. It's got a it's got the classic style of Batman for the logo, and it's got six nipples. So it's gonna be a wonderful shirt, and <laughs> it's got Scott Cast on it. So it's wonderful. Um, and we're gonna need a picture of you in it so that we can prove to people that we have fans. And doing all of this. Like in discovering all the technology behind making this happen mm-hmm. led me to a really cool idea because audibletrial.com forward slash Scottcast has paid us nothing. Bastards. They like, they're not, no, everyone has Audible. <laughs> 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 like, I didn't, no wonder they pay out so much per Audible sign up. It's because no everyone already did it. <laughs> They're looking for the one last person. <laughs> and there's a $15 bounty. <laughs> so audibletrial.com forward slash Scottcast. If you don't have Audible, for God's sake, sign up using that link. You're valuable. Extremely. Just do it. But besides that, we're, we need to find a way to monetize our website. Not website. Our, our podcast like in a way that's like that's me that makes sense for the brand makes sense for yeah. scott cast itself and what i think we should do and i passed it with you earlier uh like for every episode that we make we're gonna produce a t-shirt design and you can check it all out and have fun with it on the scott cast website and what what the service basically is is like we make a design you know, and then we upload it to the internet and we get like little mock-ups. And if you buy it off the website, uh, like the people who make the t-shirts will print it off, uh, put it in a box and ship it to you with, with like stickers or something from Scottcast and stuff like that too. So it's like, woo, it's a really cool little thing. Yeah. And, and it's, there's, it costs us nothing to produce. And if you purchase it, we'll get like a small amount, but you'll get an awesome t-shirt. And the idea is, for every episode of Scott Cast we make, we're going to have a t-shirt design with it, and we're just going to have it on the website. And by the time we get to episode 100, we're going to have, like, this cornucopia of weird esoteric t-shirts. Glorious. Glorious cornucopia, multicolored. And then finally, the Scott Cast name will make sense. It's super colorful. It's going to have a bunch of t-shirts that are colorful. Yeah. Original. No one's said that before. Screw you, everyone else. We're taking over, telecommunicated. This is all online transmission, and we're transmitting it to you. There you go. Communication. It's, that's all it is. And so we're we're fulfilling our namesake with this idea. And you know, uh, it's it, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited about this. I feel like uh, having a shirt for every episode is badass. Right? And it's just going to be a fun thing for us to do. We got Ian. He's a wonderful artist. When I turned 27, I had this party. Uh, it was Emily's idea, the concept of it, because uh, I was afraid of dying at 27. 
we were going to all dress up as someone who died at 27. And so I dressed up as Amy Winehouse. And Amy Winehouse has all these tattoos on her arms. And so Ian, being a skillful eye and a careful hand, was able to replicate these tattoos with a near exacting detail. And maybe I'll post it up on Instagram. <laughs> on this Hot for Scott cast Instagram. Being like, hey, we talked about this. <laughs> Check it out. Um, so we're going to have him like make these beautiful things. And I'm going to make some beautiful things, but I'm, I'm really shitty. That'd be a great t-shirt just in itself, like you as Amy Winehouse. That could be a t-shirt. It could be. That could be a t- I think you can actually do photo quality t-shirts. Yeah. So maybe we'll make one. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good one. Um, so yeah, we got... And then David, he said he's good with the Illustrator tool. Like he's good with making it a vector image. So all these ones are going to be... Like it's not going to be like a shitty fucking drawing. Maybe some of them will. But it'll be a nice, a nice clean vector, which means it's just like, it'll look nice and good. And I don't expect to really sell any of them. Like, and if we do sell them, like it's like a $3 profit off of us, off of the whole thing, because of it's where it's one off printing. So the cost split is a lot ways. more. And yeah, split three. So we'd all get a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> like out of your, uh, you'll spend 25 bucks and we'll get all, we'll all get a dollar. But it's fine. It, the idea is is more of like the like having like that grand thing at the end. Yeah. Like and like if, and some of them catches your fancy and you really like Scott Cast. I mean, it's like you have your truck. You have your choice. It's like we're building a mythology. Building a mythology. That's right. So I'm gonna get going on making filling up the backlog. We got like 23 research designs to do now. Yeah. Scott Case saves Christmas, but not really. It's going to be a fun one. It's going to be like half done. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be great. And if you have an idea from when you listen to a Scott Cast, like as a listener, uh, and you want, and you, and you think, oh, you should make a t shirt like this, it'll be good. Just email hotforscottcast at gmail.com with your idea, and we'll probably do it. <laughs> yeah we're desperate for attention so like we'll make that and we'll put it up and if you like it you like it and if you want to buy it, you buy it if you just wanted to see it there you see it just email hopper scottcast just a fun little thing to do you know so conceptual credit we'll give you credit for it too you can you will be like fan loyal listener x made this beautiful concept for us because she liked this or he liked that yeah et so there you go. That's that concludes email bag, I believe. Okay. So we'll get that. T- we'll get those t-shirts set up. That should be up in the, within like a month. And Master Charles is real. We're gonna prove it soon. And Master Charles, the future man's real. But what do you want me to do? Prove that he's real? I t- I just got the email transcripts. So come on. So email hotforscottcast at gmail dot com with your ideas or with just your thoughts. That brings us to our next segment. What's next? It's a it's it's a, it's a segment that I had the idea I had when we were hanging out yesterday. Uh, positive punishment. Oh yeah, yeah. This is a segment where I provide positive punishment, which is I add punishment. I add a I add a bad feeling thing mm-hmm. to some to something to to somebody uh, in an effort to get them to change their behavior mm-hmm. towards a more correct. Or whatever I deem correct uh, feeling. So this is this is this is one of Scott Cast's first forays into literally uh, just straight up controlling another <laughs> podcast. Okay, like this is us being like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna just start like just berating these people mm-hmm. for their podcasts in hopes that they will improve their podcast. In hopes that they will improve their podcasts. <laughs> You know, and like, I can tell you right now, uh, that's not the most effective way to change someone's behavior. It's not, but it sounds like the most fun way. And like, it does it's also so. alliterative punish positive punishment. Yeah. And like, think of how good that would look on like a little placard or something like that on an Instagram post. Like today on positive punishment, we have these people. Alliteration is nice. Yeah. You know, we can have like a little, we can have like a really cheery looking <laughs> logo for it. And that could be a t-shirt designed by itself. See, this go. is a t-shirt idea. It was a great idea. All right. That's a great idea. So who are we shitting on today? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I, I find that we should formalize our feud with Tim and Drew show <clears throat> and start off with them. They okay. had an episode that I loved. It was a good episode, mm-hmm. but we're not talking about how much we love it. We're talking about all the things we don't like. Okay. We're, we're berating it. Yeah. We're berating these particular aspects of it. About the Tim and Drew show. So, Drew is a friend of mine from Twitter. Mm-hmm. We're both fans of Tell Him Steve Dave. Yeah. We've bonded over that. And we both kind of got our podcast going at the same time. We're on episode 23 because when we when we podcast, we don't get blazed drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and they're on episode 9 because they do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... That's the, that's the, I guess we're starting positive punishment, <laughs> and uh, so that's Tim and Drew show, and he's a very good guy. He's a very funny guy. He's got a gift to gab. He mm-hmm. tells he, he's he's good at getting into dark territory mm-hmm. where I am not. Okay, I'm bad at talking about dark subjects. I'm more about I want to be the darkest thing. Yeah, like I don't want to like be like oh I'm. I'm going to be a super villain. And then people are like, they hear about that kid, that guy who killed a hundred thousand people. And then that silence happens. It doesn't fit the Scott cast brand too well, but for him, Mm. he just goes right into it. He just talks about the most pugnacious topics. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, but we're not, we're supposed to be shitting on him. See, I'm, this is the, why it's the first, this is the pilot of positive punishment, positive punishment pilot. Okay. Tim and Drew might be on feud cast. Okay. Because he's got a cool game. Damn. I'm doing this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so far we're we're got the positive down. For feud cast, we'll have a positive punishment game. And the game will be pitting you and David in a contest. Who can who can berate X with the most vigor or hit the most points? Like and you gotta have and I'm gonna rate you on being an ass. Yeah. Like you can't be an ass about it. You gotta approach it with like grace, and you gotta have a well thought out idea of it, mm-hmm. and and you gotta acknowledge uh, whether or not I actually don't like the subject or not. A little Scott cast flavor mm. to it, so like you gotta you gotta approximate my disdain for it. So like if I give like you the topic, say Jurassic Park, yeah, like you gotta be you gotta be careful about criticizing Jurassic Park about me. Yeah. So it's like, what would Scott accept as a criticism of Jurassic Park? So that's a real tricky subject. You two would have to battle it out. This might be one of the more neutral games on the on the show. I don't know how good I would be at that. I'm uh, all I do all day is like build people up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe like this would be like a great release for you. Like yeah. like all the pent up energy. Uh, like you like like of not disdaining things openly. Mm-hmm. Like you'll finally like get a chance to just like lash out at something. Yeah. Like you've got, the, I mean, you might not have thoughts about Jurassic Park. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. That's a very tough one. Like, and like, like maybe, maybe the, maybe point. like the, <clears throat> the, uh, the series, but the original, no, I, it's a flawless film. It is a flawless film. So like, what would I accept as a criticism of it? Like given it's flawless, Maybe make it longer. Maybe Nedry was not a realistic character. He kind of wasn't a realistic character. But that's all I can really... But, yeah, he, like, he was a lot... He was a plot mover. Yeah. yeah. Is what he, he was. You kind of need him. Yeah, he was, he was just a little crucible. Um, is that the word? Crucible? Sure. What does crucible mean? Well, it's like email half for Scott cast and see if, <laughs> tell me if that made any sense. <laughs> it's like can, it's a container of metal or refractory material employed for heating substances to high temperatures. That kind of makes sense for Nedry. Yeah. Like he was there to, to, to function, to, up. to heat the plot up to mm-hmm. the point where the dinosaurs got loose. He's the crucible. I'm smart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On this on this episode of Scott Cast, like it all builds up to a very important segment, my favorite segment, Final Destination, where we talk about uh, situations where Ian believes he is near death. <clears throat> yeah, and it's like you know, usually he comes out scot free, like not even a nary a scratch. Generally, generally, it's a lot of the time he gets beat up, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
some of the time he gets out pretty pretty handily um which ones have we uh, covered so far i think i have this in my notes we have we've covered we talked about my car your car gassing you that was one of the firsts we talked about you stumbling upon a cache of arsenic and cyanide cyanide that's cyanide yeah yeah um choked at work got choked out at work yeah, that was that was funny. Your your wife learned about that yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> she was listening to a podcast one day, learning this intimate detail of her husband's life. I, that's those are the ones I've xed off. We might have talked about another one, but I don't. There's a possibility we talked about you having a ceiling cave in on you. Maybe yeah. we'll have to review our I mean, and, back and episodes. And you know, what? we've people repeat stories we can repeat stories yeah joe rogan tells the same story every podcast anyway that's not what we're on today we're on maybe not a legit final destiny and it's a it's legit it's It's legit you believed at the time that you were gonna die yeah that's 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 the that's the criteria for final destiny and tell them to start from the beginning okay well i was having some car trouble Mm -hmm. and uh so I'm trying to get to work, and I gotta leave Bronwyn's car, which the the good old Fiesta. She's got to get to work too, so I'm not gonna take her car. I'm gonna, you know, hike it to Woodward and catch the bus, mm-hmm. doing the public transportation thing. Okay. Uh, any of our Detroit listeners know that that's not the most efficient way to get where you need to go. No, it's not. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Public transit here was designed so people would go out and buy a car. Yeah. Like, I think that's literal. If I had a car to drive to the queue line, then I could take the queue line uh, that half mile and it would only take, you know, an hour. (laughs) (laughs) I don't got that kind of time. Right. I got to get to work. I mean, I love the mural they painted on the thing, but (laughs) (laughs) let's be real. So... I'm waiting for the bus. I'm like running up to the stop and there it goes. And I'm just like, just, just missed it. Just too late. So I'm like, ah, fuck. What am I going to do now? I can't walk to work. I can't wait for the next bus. God knows when that's going to come. So I start like swapping through my phone. Like mm-hmm. there's got to be an app for that. I, there's an app for that, right? <laughs> so I find this thing and it's like, uh, it's like a hack to make your car self-driving because yeah, they've been testing for, that around here one right? of those ford fiesta hacks that they got around <laughs> <in> google play <laughs> well they're they're testing those self-driving cars around this area yeah they got that Corktown yeah train station turned into a auto, auto automated automotive so i'm facility. like i don't know if this is gonna work but if i can get my car to drive me to work and then send it back to bronwyn that's a sweet deal Right? I get where I need to go. She gets where she needs to go. Everybody wins. Yeah. Yeah. So I download this app and it like syncs with the the Fiesta. Now, this isn't exactly a smart car per se. Right. Like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say, this is all a dream, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna reveal that at the end, but yeah. <laughs> I guess I suppose you could have. At this point, we need to make it clear because people are going to get confused. (laughs) Like I was on board with that reveal at the end, but then I was like, oh, wait a minute. This actually gets really wonky. (laughs) But like up until this point, this is this life and this is just what exists in your existence. So like, 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 yeah, he downloaded an app to get his car. Yeah. But so it kind of works, but it's a it's an older model car. It's not it's not so much a smart car. I mean it has the voice command stuff, but it like mispronounces things and doesn't understand when you're talking. It's kinda like the Google Home thing mm-hmm. where you like command it and it's like, Oh, re- readjust your settings and then you're like, No, just play the fucking radio car. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Nora Jones. <laughs> Art is unrecognized. <laughs> so anyway, the the Fiesta shows up. I'm like, oh shit, yeah. I drive like the half mile to work. Uh, 
And as I'm arriving, it's like glitching the fuck out. Like there's, Uh-oh. there needed to be a patch. It's, it's, start, it's sounding, start, <laughs> it sounds similar to that time you got carbon monoxide poisoning. You're just driving along and all of a sudden <laughs> things weren't right. <laughs> but it's more along the line of like the, the sentient robot thing though. Like the, like the car is becoming alive. It's like, yeah. it's waking up. It's mad. It's like there should have been a patch to prevent this car from becoming self-aware yeah somehow but it was too old (laughs) and it like something missed misfired somehow when ford messed up (laughs) not not only did the technology get infinitely more advanced (laughs) it 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 gained sentience and completely (laughs) so anyway transferred into a different realm much like other uh, smart devices you got alexa you got Mm-hmm. Siri, it, mm-hmm. it it had to name itself. My car's name was Jason. Jason the car. <laughs> Jason the car. Yeah, I'm not afraid of Jason. <laughs> <laughs> so as I'm pulling up to work, I like I turn the key to shut it down. It's like shaking around and shit. And there's like this. Uh, if you heard like old '90s like DJs on the radio. DJ. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's a call sign. That's that's like what my car does, but it's like Jason's gonna kill you. Oh yeah, that that's like I never thought about this aspect of self-driving cars. Yeah. That like eventually the car is gonna be like because there's actually this article I remember reading about like this dilemma like these people are facing mm-hmm. building these cars because you're basically you're coding it for what it will do in any given situation right what's it gonna do when you're in a life-threatening situation and there's two options uh like swerve your car off the road mm-hmm. and into a ditch possibly killing you mm-hmm. or swerve it into this suv on the left that will be safer somehow by the calculation but might kill like a family of six mm-hmm Right. So it's like, and it's got to weigh that, like, do I protect the driver or do I protect, do I have like some sort of, uh, what's the word? Utilitarian calculation go on. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, six lives versus one life. Fuck you, driver. I'm going to kill you. And like, but your, your guy is just like, I, I just don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm already parked. I'm turning it off. You thought the carbon monoxide was bad. <laughs> So yeah, I woke up. Uh, heart was racing. It's kind of that was that was in the the midst of my my sick leave from Scottcast. Yeah, I had quite the the fever going. So yeah, I was, was mad at Ian until he told me what his sick, <laughs> what his disease was like. These fevered dreams of horror, and I was like, oh, poor Ian. At least he's got good content. So there it is. There it is. I don't know if that's a proper Final Destiny, but I've got more. That's, that's as good a Final Destiny as they get. That's like t-shirt worthy. We got some in the bag as well. Some some legit ones. Yeah. So so that was Nightmare Lo-Fi Self-Aware Car Jason. Yeah. That's how I... Uh, it's got to be low. I like how Lo-Fi <laughs> beats out almost anything else about that description. <laughs> That beats out the fact it's self-aware. It's homicidal. That's how I adjusted my my final destiny and note at like three in the morning. Uh, it's it was lo-fi, <laughs> lo-fi. It was lo-fi. <laughs> the sound quality wasn't to my standard <laughs> when it was trying to kill me. It was trying to kill me, and I was thinking to myself, oh, "Really." <laughs> <laughs> This is how I'm going to go listening to this terrible audio production. (laughs) Come on, have some standards. I bet this is CGI, too. So, what did we learn today in ScottCast? What did we do today? This is a very productive ScottCast. This is a crown episode. We were kind of all over the place. I don't know if I can can, uh, condense that into, like, some some final thoughts. Wisdom? Yeah. I mean, I thought you could, I thought you're like, you, that's kind of like your thing. It's like you listen to people ramble and connect really completely disparate things together and that's tangential. Tr- yeah. And then you, and then at the end, you're like, da, 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 a little bow on your mm. life and you feel better. Yeah. It's been a long week. I don't, I'm kind of, 
running on empty here. <laughs> you don't have the juice anymore. This was a lot, and it's just like you know, there's no, there's no. What's what's the summation? Let's see what I can do. There's no uh, paraphrasing of, of today's virtues. Well, I think the virtue make us some t-shirts. Yeah, we're making t-shirts. Uh, we're gonna have those up. We're gonna have Bat Nipple prove himself. Tim and Drew's bad, but we didn't. Tim really... and Drew's show. I mean, they can they can communicate better. <laughs> They're actually pretty good. I actually listened to all of them. <laughs> We're so kind with our punishments. Yeah, we're gotta, we're bad at positive punishment. Yeah, and mantis shrimp. Mantis shrimp. I want to have one as a pet. Email hot for Scott Cast if you have any questions, concerns, ideas for T-shirts. Uh, and uh, please, please be on the lookout for Scott Cast. If you're subscribed to the Instagram, you're gonna hear about it. You might even see some live feud cast footage while we're filming. Why not? Yeah. And yeah, just subscribe to the the pod. If you haven't if you're not subscribed, if you're listening if you're listening on SoundCloud, you can go to my website now at scottcast.us and subscribe on your Google phone. That's a new thing that Google came out. Like mm. if you have Android and you don't have like a podcast app and you don't want to download a podcast app, you can just go to my website scottcast.us and click uh, subscribe for android and it'll take you to the native thing so that every android phone has it and you can subscribe there and you'll get updates when i post new episodes which is not enough to be annoying <laughs> nice <laughs> so yeah it's like having itunes but for google <laughs> finally they did that it's 2018 so that was a great scottcast yeah. Stay tuned for Feudcast. Stay tuned for Feudcast. Coming soon. Coming soon. All right. With that, thank you for listening to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scott Cass. And I bid thee adieu. Adieu. Adieu.